This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Are you talking to your children at all about the sexual misconduct in Hollywood and uh, that's been all over the media lately? That's my question on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Um, and I had this conversation uh, yesterday with somebody, Bradley. We were talking about... Um, the fact that, you know, whether you whether you realize it or not, the news is everywhere and people are talking about the sexual misconduct. Yeah, um, I mean, you can't swing a sexual predator without hitting a sexual predator. Exactly. <laughs> Truer words have never been spoken. And um, I realized that recently my kids started to ask questions about the about what we were my, my husband and I would be talking about it and they'd be, say, what are you guys talking about? And at first we would kind of, you know explain it away or just sort of ignore it or move the question somewhere else or the conversation somewhere else. And then we realized, you know what, these, we need to have these conversations. And it led me to wonder, are people having these conversations with their kids of any age? And if not, why not? So how do you have that conversation with your kids? You have young kids. Uh huh. So, um, my oldest is 11 and uh, my two youngest are almost eight and they're twins and one is a boy and one is a girl. So I have two boys and a girl. They're not identical, are they? That's a great question. That's a joke. The answer is no. Um, but so um, my 11 year old is the one he's kind of the more nosy of all of them. And so he's the one that's listening to what the adults are saying most. So he's the one that started to ask questions. And um, what we've the way that we've sort of put it toward him, and I'll tell you, we kind of like had to swim our way through it without a map because, you know, that's not in the baby books. There's so many conversations like that that aren't in the baby books, like how to talk to your kids about blank. Um, But this certainly isn't in any of the books. And we just said, you know, there are some men who who have been in very powerful positions who have treated other people who who were less powerful than they Mm really poorly yeah, and humiliated them in different ways. We kind of kept the sexual part out of it, even yeah. though they, they, they've asked because they keep hearing the word sexual harassment or sexual misconduct. What does that mean? But, but we just sort of kept it at the power place. And we've talked about how sometimes power can be a tricky thing. You might want to have a lot of power because it seems like a good thing to have. Mm-hmm. And it seems like things would be easier if that were the case. And by the way, 651-641-1071. We'd love to hear your thoughts on whether or not you're talking to your kids about uh, the sexual misconduct that's all over the news right now. But we've said power can seem like a really good thing and it can seem like something you really want. But when you have a lot of power, you have a lot of responsibility. And some people use that power inappropriately to intimidate other people for many different reasons. So then what kind of response do you get? Mm. Like that's satisfying or like they'll ask questions like like they'll ask like for examples. And um, but but mostly what we've tried to spin it into or pivot it to is like, boys, what is your responsibility 
and and to our daughter, you know, what is your responsibility? Because I think that they have sort of different responsibilities. What do you tell them their responsibilities are? Well, we tell the boys that their responsibilities is to respect women. And, um, you know, and they'll, and my, and Matt will frame it in the context of like, how, you know, what do you think of mom? What do you think of your sister? You know, in ways that like the people that they respect, what do you think of your Nana? So that you under, they understand that, that we're, that to treat, to kind of view everybody as somebody else's mom, Nana, sister, daughter, whatever. And then my daughter, I've said to her, your job is to speak up, say things, speak your mind. You do not need to make yourself small for other people. Your job is to say how you feel and not back down from it. Mm -hmm. And if somebody has done something that has made you feel wrong, then say it, tell people, yeah. talk about it, be loud. And, you know, whether or not, I, I don't know, see, I think words are like 20% of it, unfortunately. What's the 80%? Actions um, of us, what they see in media, what they read in books. It's other. It's the other information that's coming in from the world around them. Um, and so, you know, I think a lot of times as parents, we we use so many words and hope that the words will help. Well, and I imagine that, you know, it's also very, um, uh, what's the word? It, it also really depends on the age of the kids because at this point, you know, you're doing a very sort of generic tap dance around what's appropriate, what's not. And you can have, you know, specific boundaries that you can give the kids for, age, you know, their age appropriateness. But it'll probably become you'll have be able to have more detailed conversations and more frank conversations mm-hmm. about this once they start, you know, once they hit puberty. Because that's, I think, really where things, you know, they start testing limits and boundaries and, you know, have feelings that they've never had to confront before. And I imagine that those conversations get a little trickier. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. John's on the line. Hi, John. Have you been talking to your own kids about the sexual misconduct? Well, yes and no. They're a little bit older than that. But what I wanted to suggest to you, because I think you guys have some fantastic ideas about talking to your boys, and that is no matter how good you are and no matter how you um, try to be sensitive to women's thoughts and needs, there are going to be some people that are oversensitive and that overreact internally, okay, and get more upset than one would think is reasonable, and yet um, they can still call you on it and bring you down, and I think that's the case that happened mostly with Frank and and, uh, some of the other people, but there's some egregious things that have happened, of course, and they shouldn't be tolerated. On the other hand, uh, like I say, the oversensitivity of some people, especially coming Years later, it's okay. just strictly unfair to ruining careers. Thank you for uh, your for view, your John. Let's go to Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Hi. Are you talking um, to your kids? Well, I, yes, I have, but they're adult children, too. But um, we do have those conversations. My question or comment was, I heard you frame it as men being in power. Mm-hmm. What about the women? Well, you know, and I think that that's a great question. Thank you, Jenny, for that. I, I, I would. Uh, they are responding to what has been in the news, and what has been in the news has been men. I, I and frankly, I think that uh, as as parents and as a community, the messages we give to men are different. And so, I while I believe that there are women who misuse power as well, and I think that is an important lesson to learn. Uh, and it is a port- an important conversation to have. More often than not, it is 
in these stories, men in power who are victimizing well, when you're women. talking about sexual assault, certainly. Right. So and that's what we're talking about now, because that's what's been in the news. So it makes sense that that's what you would talk to your kids. about. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to her point, I think any like just the notion of being in power, um, that's a conversation that you can have with anybody. Right. Right. Let's go to Sherry. Sherry, you can have the last word on this. Sherry, are you talking to your kids about the uh, sexual misconduct stories that are in the news right now? Yeah, actually, actually, we are. We have an 11-year-old and a 13-year-old. Both are boys. And one thing, I just, just to your point earlier, um, they're asking very specific questions, and we're giving specific answers. So mm-hmm. um, kind of like you and your husband, you know, it was difficult to kind of navigate the discussion. It was a discussion we really didn't think we were going to be having with right. our kids. But it's permeating everywhere. And in middle school, like it or not, um, you know, they're talking about it there, not necessarily the teachers, but the kids. I mean, mm-hmm. um, so I think we just need to make sure and give them credit for the the um, the awareness that they have outside of our home mm-hmm. uh, and make sure that we're being uh, as specific as possible in, in a way that's that's appropriate, but they do want to know. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing, the other thing that we've always done ever since they've been little is no means no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so whether that was, you know, taking a toy from somebody else or whatever, but we want to make sure that, you know, when they grow up, somebody tells, you no, they mean it. They mean it. Know? Absolutely. So, Sherry, thank you so much. And I think that's, that is such a, a good point that we do need to remind, remind all children that when somebody says no, it's because they there is something about what you're doing that they don't like. Yeah, and that's boundaries. okay. Um, and I think to... I feel like uh, that middle school age is a perfect time to to really focus on that kind of stuff because if, from what I remember of middle school, that's where people really start to get inappropriate and because they don't, ha- it's the first time they've been in that environment and mm-hmm. they have all of those things going on inside mm-hmm. of them and people are testing boundaries and doing things and I can just see that middle school is you know ripe for opportunities to say, yeah, so guess what we're not going to do? Mm-hmm. And here's how you behave yourself as a you know respectable human being. When we come back, uh, Bradley has a story about Prince, his music. These are the characters in the story. A vault, the wildfires in California, and a bitchy lawyer. All of that in one story after this this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Lori and Julia. She said, I've been acting most of my life. I'm extremely honored. Thank you so much, Hollywood Foreign Press. This is a... Chanukah? Uh, is that how you say that? Chanukah? I, I don't have it in front of me. Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Oh my God. What is Chanukah? Did Charlie? you just say Chanukah? for Hanukkah? Because it says C H. I know, but it's Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Oh my gosh. Chanukah. Oh my gosh. Okay, now that's. Wow. I always wondered why is it's it sometimes spelled C H or sometimes H? H. Yes. It's next to Chanukah. Well, at least you didn't say Chanukah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> I always thought Hanukkah was with an H. Well, it is. Chanukah was something no. else. Listen, there were no oh, Jewish boy. people in the Air Force growing up. I no never kidding. met one Jewish Are you family. Kidding? Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. The radio home of, oh my God, she's hilarious. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. All right. We've got a story that involves Prince, his music, a vault, and the wildfires in California, and a bitchy lawyer on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at My Talk 1071. 
Entertainment.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Tell us this story. So I saw this over at the Daily News, um, and I thought, wow, tell me more about this story. The headline was simply, Prince's Vault ordered to stay put despite family's request to move it due to California wildfires. Okay, tell me more, because I have no idea what, first of all, what is a Prince's Vault? Apparently, mm-hmm. Prince has a vault, and the vault contains all of his music. So, yeah, and I thought it was here. No, it is in California. Huh. Uh, and apparently, his siblings... In uh, let's see, his siblings uh, requested legally to move his vault away from Hollywood. Okay, so mm-hmm. Holly, you are going to do the geography in this particular story. Okay, they said that they wanted to move the singer's vault away from Hollywood as fires rage through the area. Now you'll remember that uh, there's a bank and trust mm-hmm. that controls uh, the vault. Mm-hmm said that it's an Iron Mountain facility. You've probably heard Iron sure, Mountain before, yeah. right? Um, this Iron Mountain facility where this stuff is held is apparently nowhere near the wildfires. So okay. a lawyer uh, in this case basically said, um, yeah, there's like, you're about eight miles away from this fire. Apparently it's in Skirball. Do you know where that is, Holly? That's close to the fires. Skirball is uh, where the fires happened last week. That's the area, the Skirball fires. Mm-hmm. So that is kind of close. Well, it says the close, the close. Uh, excuse me, the closest fire in proximity to Iron Mountain is in Skirball, which is about eight miles away. Okay, so from where this facility? Well, is. Iron Mountain is actually the name of the data company. Yeah, that's yeah. the facility. Um, but what I'm saying is that the facility is about eight miles from Skirball. Which is the closest fire to the facility. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So right. so honestly, there is no, you know, concern. Uh and also this facility is, you might imagine Well, it's a vault. Fire pretty secure. Prevent fireproof. Fireproof. Thank yeah. you. That's the word I was looking mm-hmm. for. Um according to lawyers from the estate, they said the fire would need to pass through the UCL. UCLA campus, all of Beverly Hills, and several miles of commercial areas in West Hollywood before reaching the Hollywood vault. So uh, the court was like, yeah, um, no, Mm -hmm. we're not moving this. There's absolutely no reason for you to worry. There's no word, though, really on why his family... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Family thought this was going to be a problem. Because they don't understand L.A. geography, eight miles in Los Angeles is a huge amount of distance. Mm-hmm. So like, 
Well, and that's funny that you say that because the the lawyers in this case said had the Nelsons contacted the personal representative for the presumably the vault Mm -hmm. prior to filing their petition or even conducted a basic Google search, they would have learned that the Hollywood facility is not at any risk from wildfires. I wonder if there's like a reason you know, maybe they're using that as their reason why they want to move it in the first place. But maybe there's another reason why. And they were just trying to take advantage of that. Well, I don't can know. Can I just say something? Yeah. I don't know anything about anything. Okay. But don't we get the impression that um, his some family... Some people might want some money and some stuff. Well, Is that what yes. you're saying? I mean, there's okay. that. but. But more importantly, that maybe they're acting a little precipitously, mm-hmm. like maybe they're quick to jump the gun on things. I mean, this is a family who, you know, they threw that, you know, um, I mean, they just they're quick to move is right. what I'm saying. Right. So if they thought fire, oh, my God, our future is at risk. It wouldn't surprise me that they would then jump to to move things. But again, as pointed out by the lawyers in this particular case, a basic Google search would have said um, you have you have really nothing to worry about. Can I make a very embarrassing confession about the vault? What? Whenever they were talking about the vault, and they've been talking about the vault, they we've been talking about Prince's vault since he died, right? That that he has this vault full of all of this music that we've never heard before. In my mind, in my mind's eye, what I was picturing was not an Iron Mountain facility. <laughs> You were picturing a mountain I was filled with iron? Literally picturing one of those big like bank doors with the gigantic dial that you see in the, They might have one, I don't and, know. And like I thought it was in his house. I thought it was oh. in Paisley Park. And I literally thought that there was this like fire safe ironclad vault. Right? Because we we actually or no, I'm thinking of the the elevator. Um, but there might be, but I think the difference is like, this is probably where all of the masters are, mm-hmm. all of the, you know, all of the stuff that, um, connected with his music career in a way that, you know, maybe there's like memorabilia and stuff sure. at Paisley park, but right, right. I just never, I didn't think it was going to be at like some iron mountain facility, like a thing that we all knew. You know what I mean? I thought there was like a special Prince vault You thought that, that it was, was like, like its own business. Scrooge McDuck. Totally. Vault. That's exactly what I was picturing. <laughs> That's what I was picturing. I know. Embarrassing. Okay. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. Um, here's a, I think this is a fun story. So we haven't really talked much about what's going to happen in the Twin Cities during the Super Bowl. So if you just joined us, we just told you about Prince. There's not going to, well, there might be some Prince related stuff mm-hmm. happening during the Super Bowl, which is coming to Minneapolis uh, this February. But there are also tons of parties and celebrity uh, headlined parties that you are not going to be able to attend. Oh, fun. Um, and I will save that story for another day. So Why don't keep... you just share it after this? And then we'll get to our crazy, stupid idiots. Sure. Yeah. Okay. We'll hear all about the stories that you will not be able to, or the, the parties you will not be able to attend and your crazy, stupid idiots after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. And by the way, they're real oh. and they're spectacular. Entertainment. Super Bowl's coming up. There's going to be a ton of celebrities in town, a lot of parties that we won't be invited to. And we want to tell you about those on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. 
streaming live at mytalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And where are we not going to be able to go? Well, I mean, you could go, but it's going to cost you $250, for example, if you want to go to a particular event that I read about most recently at the Lumber Exchange. They apparently have landed Shaq, Jamie Foxx, and others for Tau Group's Super Bowl weekend party. This is a Vegas-based company known for its nightclubs. Mm-hmm. And they're renting out several venues at the uh, Lumber Exchange during Super Bowl week. So starting February 1st and continuing through the 3rd, uh, this group, which operates 20 clubs around the world, will host several parties inside the Poor House, the Lumber Exchange Event Center, and the Exchange and Alibi Lounge. Some of the celebrities expected to be in attendance, and I got this uh, particular story from uh, you know the, uh, the Twin Cities Business Journal. Um, Shaq, Jamie Foxx, Nick Cannon, Lil John, Rick Ross, and Ludacris. That's Ludacris. Um, I have a feeling that if Jamie Foxx is going to be here, do you know who else will be here? Uh, Hiller. Katie Holmes. Yeah, for sure. And her mermaid child. Yes, maybe. Possible. I don't know. I mean, she can't. she's not going to go stay with her dad. We know that for sure. Uh, general admission tickets start, like I said, at 249. And the parties go from 10 till 4 a.m. So these are, these are hot ticket uh parties i mean these tickets are going to sell or I, I would imagine these events are going to sell out very quickly and um it's just one of the many reasons you are not going to see celebrities yourself right while the super bowl is here because they're all going to be at these ridiculously overpriced parties um i'm just going to go ahead and say something that by the way they're not for us no they're not for us they're that's for, for sure the rich people that are right. about to descend upon our fair berg but i'm going to go ahead and say this that now, if you've ever thought about a career in bartending or food service or hospitality, now is the time to hop on that. Oh, I'm sure. Because, I'm sure people have already, you know, been hired to do event work. Yeah. I mean, I just I just think about like the the people who are the people who are probably gonna have the best kind of view of these types of parties are going to be the people who are working at them. We need to get in the their pocket and hear their stories about the celebrities. Let's just stick a pin in that oh, because sure. come Super Bowl time, I'm telling you, they are going to be the ones that can tell us about how, who the nice people are, who the big tippers are, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, there's a uh, there's just a ton of stuff, and this is but one. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's gonna there's gonna be stuff all over town. Oh, it's gonna be crazy! It's gonna be nuts here, you guys. I haven't even really allowed myself to think about just how crowded our city is gonna be. It's gonna be crazy here. All right, well now let's get along to crazy stupid idiot town. Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present. C-S-I. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Florida. Is that where we're going first? No. Where are we going first? We are going to Chicago. However, I am going to highlight for you, not Chicagoans... But Minnesotans in Chicago. Oh, Minnesotans behaving badly in Chicago. Big time badly. People like, from the uh, from small town can't handle nope. it in a big city. Nope. I mean, yes, that's what they would think. But these people are from the South Metro. This is uh, two tourists who are twenty seven like year olds, huh? From what? I didn't say anything. 
Okay. Um, two 27-year-olds named Katie Major and Ryan Ryersgaard. They're from Apple Valley and Burnsville. Oh, hi, guys. Respectfully. Yeah, respectively. I just said respectfully. I meant respectively because there's nothing respectful, there's nothing respectful about, about this Burnsville story. and Apple Valley. So they went on Kidding. a little weekend trip to uh, Chicago, and um, they had a very Oof. upsetting event happen. Uh, they got mugged at knife point. Oh, my God. Yes, they called the police to let them know that they were mugged at knife point. A man stole $12,000. Uh, I'm sorry, a $12,000 engagement ring, $5,000 in cash, Three thousand uh, dollars of worth of a Louis Vuitton, and a two thousand dollar MacBook Air, and more. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. Now, when asked by the cops to describe the person who mugged them at at knife point, um, Ms. Major told the police officer that she would really be able to recognize the alleged attacker because, quote. He looked like a milk dud or fat Albert, and what? he reeked of <laughs> marijuana. Me, wait, what? He yes. looked like a milk dud or fat Albert, and he reeked of marijuana. And he was short in height and heavy set. What does a milk dud look like? I I don't know what a milk dud looks like in human form. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I know what the kind I like to shove in my gullet while I'm watching a movie look like. Um, well. It turns out all of this was a lie and they were able to poke holes in the entire story because, well, there were so many holes um. in the story. Um, this is what Mr. Ryersgaard said of their uh, of their report, quote, the whole thing was her idea. Oh, great. And what he doesn't guy. know what their motives were, but that sometimes their shenanigans get out of control. And he was just trying to have fun on his birthday. Well, guess what? It indeed was his birthday. What the heck was fun about that? I, right? Thank you. <laughs> this is what she said. She said... That, well, a number of things happened. It turned out they were like in the wrong neighborhood. They were trying to get somewhere else. And she concocted this dumb story. I mean, did they actually have, that's the thing I'm confused about. Did they have actually anything stolen? No, nothing. No. And this is one of the ways that they were able to poke holes in this is because they asked for the serial numbers uh, on the Louis Vuitton luggage, which if you had Louis Vuitton luggage, you would probably have some sort of record of what the serial number was right because that's really expensive luggage like that's not like your target your, your samsonite for target you know yeah you know off brand something or another no that's that's a big deal they were unable to uh, provide serial numbers for the luggage they couldn't have they had no record of the purchase of the electronics or the jewelry um and so airport security footage that they reviewed of the two of them taking an airplane into the Windy City. Showed they didn't have any they Louis had Vuitton luggage. None luggage. Yeah. They had no luggage People whatsoever. Are so dumb. Also, again, I don't understand what the benefit of any of this was. What did they get out of any of this? Nothing. Other than a trip to jail. Well, and some really unfortunate mug shots. Yeah, they look like they're doing <clears throat> meth. Stuff. I will tell you that um, if you look either of them up on Facebook, their pages are locked oh, I, down. I looked at that earlier, yeah. too. I did the same exact thing. I love... I love 2017 for that reason alone. It's true, yep. man. So. Okay. 
Uh, and that was, well, thanks for representing the great state of Minnesota, you yahoos. Let's now travel to, oh, look, Florida. Dun, 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 dun. I think it's been a day at mm-hmm. least since we've been to Florida for a crazy stupid idiot, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to Hillsborough County where deputies arrested a guy who did something recently at a steak and shake. Mm-hmm. What, what did he do? Oh, you have the it's same fine. story. I will get to it. Go ahead. I knew when I saw your eyes that you were making a face. Um, what? What? Just tell your story. Well, no, go ahead. No, it's okay. Go ahead. So here's what happened. What had happened yeah. was you're at your steak and shake. You're enjoying your steak and or your shake, possibly together. Who knows? I don't know what you do. And uh, there's a guy sitting at the table next to you, and he just gets up and he um, unzips his pants and he relieves himself. Right there in the middle of the steak and shake. Yeah, I know. It was pretty gross. You don't see that very often. Uh, ever? Or ever. Um, and then he tried to sit back down and continue eating his meal, which I don't know. I mean, there's so many things wrong with this. Uh, he didn't wash his hands before he started to eat again. Um, um, yeah, not only that, but he exposed himself and peed right. in front of everyone. There were about 30 people who witnessed the uh, accident, or the incident. Or an accident. I don't know. And, uh, yeah. So, he was charged with indecent exposure. And that's the end of that story. So, um, there are restrooms conveniently located in most restaurants that you can make use of. Just a public service announcement on that. Yeah, I don't... He must have been on something. I mean, yeah. Um. Before we go, I think we need to remind everybody, and we've been doing a good job, we could do better, of tweeting Christopher Knight to to uh, notify him that he is being honored today as our second Chris on the 12 Days of Chris's. Hot Chris? He's hot, hot. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Christopher Knight and a hot Chris in a pine tree. Christopher Knight, a.k.a. Peter Brady, is the Chris we are honoring today. And, well, let's just say we've put our phone number out there for him. I have actually also contacted his representation. I am hopeful that within the next 10 to 15 minutes... I mean, it's very likely. It is incredibly likely um, that we will hopefully... It is likely, probably not, but hopeful... That he will call and we will have a conversation. Yeah, we're celebrating Christopher Knight. 12 days of Chris. Hot guys named Chris for 12 days yesterday. Chris Pine. Today, as Colleen said, Christopher Knight. And hopefully, he will be just around our corner. Fingers crossed. All right, when we come back, we will get to your answers to today's Daily Snap Judgment. The question today was sandwiches cut diagonally or right down the middle? And we asked that question. Oh, toast? Whoops, I put sandwiches. Why did I put sandwiches? I don't know. Well, whatever. What do you? How do you slice everything? You know, same, same. I think we said toast. I don't now remember. I'm, I'm going to have to check. Uh, anyway, we asked that question on our Facebook page, the MyTalk1071 Facebook page. Head on over there, answer the question. We'll get to your answers, and we'll judge them accordingly after this on The Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk1071. Previously on Jason and Alexis. The shooting star of this whole story is leave the wildlife alone. Okay, save yourself from the wild fires. Where They've been doing it for millions of years by themselves. They're very skilled at getting out of danger. Uh, they could have just decided they were going to stay in their burrow. 
And that's okay. Just a little hot today in the borough. <laughs> <laughs> the are raging up there. I know. The bunnies are talking to each other like, girl, is he that little toasty? Girl, can you turn down the heat? I- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He's done in a fur trim. I'm getting the hot. I know our girls in the San, San Fernando Valley, but Bianch, it's hot in her. Can I get a lacrosse Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk 1071. The radio home of people with very active DVRs. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Toast. Do you slice it diagonally or straight down the middle? That's the question on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, again, we are uh, talking about our daily snap judgment. That's a dumb question we ask you every day on our Facebook page uh, at facebook.com forward slash MyTalk1071. And today, the question again, toast, do you slice it diagonally or straight across? Bradley? I'm going to need your help because, oh, now it finally did load. My Facebook wasn't loading for some reason. Um, but in answer to the question, you all said. Uh, you, you said lots of different things. Let's start with John. John says diagonal. The only way you can get even slices and not have all top and all bottom when you go down the middle. I don't know. that. Oh, oh, I see. OK, I understand. Uh, Kim said diagonal. I like the pointy points. Uh, Lisa said, why is slicing even necessary? Yeah, no, you have to pick Um, one. I I do want to answer that question, though. This is why slicing is necessary. Because if you want to get to the buttery bits, you got to eat it straight from the middle. So you have to slice it to get your bite in the middle. What? So when you put butter on your bread... On your toast, yeah, you spread it, but most of the butter is like pooled in the middle. And so in order to eat the buttery bits, because those are the best bites, you have to slice it in order to eat the bite from the middle. So you're yeah. not eating the dry corners first. Gross. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think I actually slice my toast. You just shove it in your face? Yeah, I mean, unless it's already pre-sliced or something like that, like when you go to the to the restaurant. Oh, sure. Wow, I'd really hate to break up this scintillating conversation about the way toast? that you shove toast in your gullet. But I have some exciting news. Oh, what? What's and I that? need and I need to play this. Hot Chris. 
He's hot, hot. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Christopher Knight and a hot Chris in a pine tree. Uh, yeah, we're celebrating the 12 you, days of Chris's. Which is exciting, yes. right? And earlier in the show, you wanted people to tweet Christopher Knight and tell him to get on this show. And? And? and my and? social media harassment has paid off. And? What? And? What did you do? Oh my gosh, is he on the phone right now? He's totally on the phone right oh my now. Gosh, stop Christopher it. Knight oh my gosh, is on the phone. You're lying. I'm freaking, out. I'm freaking, out. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. He's on the phone okay, right now. Okay. Hi. Hi, Christopher Knight. Are you there? Hi. Well, hello. Chris Knight here talking at you. Okay. okay. Uh, awesome. Uh, Christopher Knight, How? first of all, thank you for talking to us on the Colleen and Bradley show. You are day two, Mr. Uh, Chris, for our 12 days of Chris's. How do you feel about that? I am a sleep snob. I love a good night's sleep. You okay. love a good night's sleep? What does that have to do with being the 12 days of Chris's? I don't what are, what, okay, so like, what have you been up to? Is this really him? Most important factors to me in getting that sleep is slipping between smooth, comfortable sheets. That's why I'm excited to announce my new line of Christopher Knight Home bed sheets um, made from 100% okay. microfiber high-twist yarns that present the feel. What do you think we are, stupid? That's not... Well, hello. Chris Knight here talking. That is not Christopher. He's not Holly, on the phone. Holly, you're just playing some YouTube Holly, video. That was you got my hopes up. Why did you do that? I want to wish all of my social media followers a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. You're so mean. Holly, you're kind of a troll. Well, hello. Chris <laughs> Knight here talking at you. Why did you do that, Holly? Into my Christopher Knight home microfiber bed sheets for sleeping that I, deep. Who knew that he had all these sleep? Good night. What is this? It's Holly. Christopher Knight. No, okay. that was not Christopher that Knight. Was, that was totally Christopher Knight. Us. I did not troll you. That was Christopher Knight. Yeah, but he was not live. You said he called and I got all excited and I saw that there was somebody on the phone and I thought it was Christopher Knight and then you just played him wow. talking about his Look, sheets. Wait a I, I didn't want to disappoint you. Oh, I wanted you to talk to Christopher Knight because I know earlier well, this hello. summer that you guys met Barry Williams from the Brady yes. Bunch, so I yeah. wanted to help complete Colleen's dreams. Don't at me. Don't at me. No, please at Holly for her superior troll game. I want to wish all of my social media followers a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Donnie, okay, are I you laughing that. at her? Yeah. No, I'm laughing with you. Oh, okay. No, that's at. Yeah. That's an oh, at that's situation. Yeah. Have you have you guys ever uh, talked to uh, Christopher Knight on the Lori and Julia show? No, we did not. Who's the? Um, wow! I'm gonna like ask this question. Never this will had be fun. Any desire to actually? Oh, weird! Oh, I don't understand that. Yeah. But oh, they don't like. No, that's true. We talked about because his wife yesterday. Who was he married to again? Adrian oh, Curry. Adrian Curry. It was like he was like 20 years older than her or something. Yeah, yeah. and they. Um, what was the name of their show? Uh, married. I uh, uh, married a Brady or I don't something well, like that. My know. fair Brady. My, My Fair Brady, Brady. yes, that's what it was. And it was so, so good. The thing that we I learned, my life. and if you guys <laughs> just joined us, 12 Days of Chris's, we're celebrating Chris's we're each and every day. Hot Chris. Chris Pine yesterday, today Christopher Knight. Sadly, Holly trolled us. He was not on the phone. Boo-hoo. Now, moving on. <laughs> we did talk to another Brady celeb over the summer, and it was at the State Fair, and uh, we were very excited about it. Turned out, though, that Lori, Julia, and Donnie were not excited in the least and it, I, I found it to be so shocking because I would have thought that, like, you guys were, like, uber Brady Bunch fans. Mm. Turns out you guys were, like, that no, is so were, corny. They were Partridge Family uh, fans. I wasn't either, but those two were Partridge Family. I mean, I still feel like 
they're cousins and you get excited about Not anything really. in that wheelhouse but, at but all. As somebody no. who was alive when the show was actually on, what was the feeling about the Brady Bunch, Donnie? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I in the moment, what were people... Like, if I had watched the Brady Bunch, my friends would have tarred and feathered me. Because it was just so corny no, or what? No, that was a... Okay, this is going to sound... This is the... This is meant to sound sexist. That was a show that girls watched. Uh, mm-hmm. In my day, mm-hmm. we did not watch shows like the Brady Bunch and the Partridge Family. Oh, so you wouldn't have watched the Partridge Family Absolutely either? Absolutely not. Got it. Interesting. No, that was verboten back then. I have a question for you, Donnie, and this is going to require you to uh, <laughs> dig deep into your memory. <laughs> no, seriously. What is the... What is the smallest celebrity Lori and Julia have ever stooped to have on their show? Meaning, uh, like, I we got, love I, a D-lister I, I on our show. Oh, oh, this is not even D-list. Okay. They were, we, I should say, we were so desperate to have anybody on the show in the first couple of years. Mm-hmm. Lori, Lori invited a guy who was the Mater D at a restaurant in Wyzetta who dressed like a pirate. And he was on the show. I know what guy you're talking about. No, this is real. He was on the show. Stop it. You guys, this guy is a real thing. And I remember I was at, I was at like, I happened to be in YZ during a festival that they were having there. And I was walking from my car to a building and there was a guy walking around seriously who was dressed like Captain Jack Sparrow. And I was like, what is going on? And I asked somebody, what is that? Is that like, is there a promotion or something? And they were like, oh, no, that's the guy who dresses up as Captain Jack Sparrow. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't understand. He just wanders around like that. Oh, I see. But this guy actually worked at a restaurant and he dressed that Way as and, the Mater D, and they apparently had been to that restaurant and oh in my those gosh. days. Hey, huh, we got a radio show. That's Why don't hilarious. You come on the show? Also, Captain Jack Sparrow did run for mayor of Minneapolis. This is true. How many votes? Probably more than uh, he should yeah, have got. I was gonna say, <laughs> probably enough to brag about. Okay. All right. Well, more stay tuned us. for Lori and Julia, and whatever pirate guests they've invited today. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow on My Talk 107.1. My Talk 1071. Everything. Entertainment.